We would like to thank your sponsor, Valley First, a division of First West Credit Union and a member-owned financial cooperative serving the Okanagan, Similkameen, and Thompson regions. They offer a wide range of banking and investment services for individuals and families. Valley First also has a talented business and commercial team to provide the expertise, products, and services local businesses need to grow and thrive. Hello everyone and welcome to Business Matters presented by Valley First, the division of First West Credit Union. My name is Rob Capello. I'm the Chief Strategy Officer at Now Media Group. Today we welcome Heather Hunter, a Wealth Planning Specialist at Valley First to Business Matters. Heather, thanks for joining us today. Thank you for having me. No problem. Um, so as we enter RSP season and a year that many are predicting to be a little turbulent, maybe again, so put on your seatbelts, um, it's imp more important than ever to just allocate time to meet advisor and just have a look at your plan. What we're going to talk about today is like second opinions, like helping to get a second opinion, um, just so you can feel maybe you can sleep a little bit better at night, be a little bit more uh, safe, secure, and you know, you have control of your, your, you know, your investment. So before we jump into that, I'm curious, so uh, you talked to a lot of members, I'm sure. Um, what's on their mind right now? What are you hearing? What are they saying? Well, what, right now, what everybody's coming in is, you know, the cost of living and the uncertainty of the market. People are fearful of what they're seeing and hearing, what's going on in the world. And so um, I think the biggest thing is just people are nervous. Yeah. Well, and I bet you there's this like you're always when you when there's unknown right and I think that's what I feel like from you know from this side is saying you just don't know what's coming and and it's hard to plan when you don't know correct yeah, yeah. so what is coming <laughs> yeah exactly we'll get to that so um so your your title is wealth planning specialist what does that mean like what does that role entail what do you do at the branch so I partner with the advisors um, to help members be able to look at their goals or figure out what their goals are um, and help plan around it. You know, retirement's coming, estate planning, um, any change in life. I'm here to help navigate that with the advisors for our members. Interesting. So how, how long have you been at Valley First? I've been at Valley First for seven years. And prior to that, I was at one of the another institutions from 2004. We won't mention their name. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so what I'm curious, I'm always curious, like what attracted you into banking? And, and I'm curious about your process. Like did you, when you started at Valley First, were, were you in the same role or did you sort of move up into this role? Yeah, no, um, I don't know, I guess. Maybe it started off since I was really young. I would always dump my dad's poker jar and put out the money and organize the money and lay out the money and count the money. So I don't know, it was just maybe natural for me. Um, I started off in a small town as a teller. Um, and then I wanted to be able to come to the Okanagan because um, my family was here. And so I got the opportunity. So I was able to move in back as a teller in Vernon. Um, and then through that, I grew into the financial advisor role. Um, or, well, let's go back. I was assistant branch manager and then a, uh, an advisor, financial advisor. Um, and then I came back and kind of moved different branches and different opportunities came up. And, and through that, I was a, still a financial advisor. And then I had an opportunity to become a branch manager 
or switch over to Valley First. And Valley First was something that was a little bit more in line with my goals and morals of how they viewed and how um, members were viewed and treated. And, and so it was really great. So then I moved over as a senior financial advisor and then had the opportunity to be assistant branch manager again, and then a branch manager, and then the pandemic hit, and, you know, things kind of changed. And um, my biggest thing is I love to help people. That's what brings me joy, and finding opportunities to help them succeed. Um, and that's, I think, the biggest goal for everybody in this organization is to help better others' lives financially. And, you know, in that, it helps friends and families and, and everything. So it's just amazing. And, and going into the wealth advisor role pre previous to the wealth planning specialist, as a wealth planning specialist, I get to touch more people. I get to help advisors and I get to help members. So it's just really gratifying. And, and you mentioned that you're between a few branches. So uh, is there other people in the Okanagan that that do the same role as you and you guys just kind of share some branches or do you kind of have your territory that you work in? Yeah, we have our little territory. There's um, Jay Christensen. He is in um, the kind of more the, the Kelowna area and then Stacey Ajikuti is more on the south. So I'm kind of more north. Um, so yeah, it's, it's good. I never know. <laughs> I, I, I'm curious, you mentioned sort of like and I love that you've had like in, in, in interviews with sort of other team members that you've played multiple roles. And I love that because I think you you can bring a different element into relationships with clients because you understand everything from the teller all the way up to where you are and it being a branch manager. So which is neat. But I'm curious, like over the last few years, um, there's been a lot of change in the world. And over your time in banking, I'm sure there's been a lot of change. I'm curious, how, how do you stay up to date and current on like products and you know the best services to offer your your members and stuff so how, what does that look like for you is there a lot of self-learning or is there a program that Valley First offers where you're always like learning and seeing what's new that's out there yeah Valley First is really really good on keeping uh, up to date when it comes to learning um, and you know getting advisors who are uh, licensed um, and making sure they're keeping up with that knowledge you know, that's one thing that's very important is that um, we have knowledgeable advisors um, that are able to offer the experience plus the knowledge behind what their advice is. So it's really great. You know, people do take their own learning um, and as well as what we have here at, the, at Valley First. So it's great. Interesting. So let's talk about second opinions is what we want to talk about today. And, and you've mentioned that, you know, in people's life, there's always changes. So you could change your job or a baby or you're rethinking retirement or so that your financial picture will change with that as you do that. And obviously the pandemic has really changed a lot for people because people are just the way that they work and where they work and all that sort of stuff and investment. So we hear the word second opinion uh, fairly often, but what what does it mean in your world? What does second opinion mean when I when I when I'm saying it to you and you're talking to your members? Well, basically, it's a, a it's a second look at your financial plan and your goals. You know, either we're going to give them relief that they're on the right track, or we may see that there is some gaps and we can help fulfill those and help guide them along the way to success. So, you know, you're going to 
speak to many advisors and sometimes people kind of get into a routine and things get missed. So by having other eyes on it, it helps support those, you know, whether you're on the right track or not. So it's just like if you go to a doctor um, and you're really not sure what's going on, you want to get a second opinion. You know, same thing with your financial world, which is as important as their health, but usually not looked at as in depth as their health. Interesting. So why, I mean, some people might think that, hey, we're good. <laughs> so why is it important to get that second opinion? Well, it's our job to look at what people might be missing or um, what they've missed or what they don't know. Um, you know, it's good to understand what you don't know. And that's our job is to help educate our members um, on, on opportunities that they may not understand. And, and there's a lot of people that don't understand what's going on in their financial world. They don't know what's going on with their investments. They don't even know what is in their investments. So it's our job to make sure we're educating our members so that they leave. And if they talk to their neighbors and their neighbors ask what's going on, they can tell them instead of saying, I don't know. Yeah, just being educated, which like you said, which one of the most important things that you you have, your savings, whatever it may be that you're doing, right? So so I'm curious that, you know, we've gone through a lot of volatility and I think the markets, you know, probably always volatile, but not as much as they've been the last few years. But what do you find are some of the biggest mistakes people make when when there's volatility in the markets? Well, the biggest thing that I see is people are basing their... Um, actions and their their choices based on fear, um, a fear of the unknown. Um, sometimes people that have not lived through what's happening right now, it is definitely something that is pretty dramatic in our lifetime, but it's not like the markets have not felt what we're going through before. Um, so we want to make sure that people, when they're making their decisions, as I mentioned before, it's an educated decision and, and not based on fear. We rather them know what they're saying either yes or no to and be comfortable and, and, and know what they're deciding on than basing on fear and coming back and saying, I wish I didn't do that. I wish I hadn't known. Interesting. I, I'm, I'm curious if, when you're going through when you're you know you, someone comes in and you're 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 going through someone's financial plan where do you typically see the most common opportunities you find when reviewing someone's plan what what are things that are sort of commonly i don't want to say miss but let's say that where you spot and you say well wow, there's there's some opportunities there i think the number one as i just already mentioned is they don't know what they're invested in they have no idea what's going on oh i just have my investments my advisor handles it so that could cause some great risk for members um, because they just they don't know what tax implications that is, could cause. Um, they maybe there's a life change that's going to happen, and we want to make sure that you know we're converting your RSPs to a RIF at appropriate time or term deposits because a lot of people like to put money into a term deposit because it's guaranteed. But there's also, when that term deposit matures, that's interest income, which is going to add to some income when we have a lot of seniors in our area. And that could affect their guaranteed income supplements. So there's a lot of things that we look at when we're looking at their investments, 
when it comes to age, goals, time horizon. So, you know, I think the biggest one is just, you know, making sure they understand what they're invested in and what the implications of those investments do. So if if I'm someone that, like, say, you know, I have a portfolio, but I think I'm okay. Um, what are some things that I could look at or what are some, you know, what are some warning signs or, you know, how would I know when maybe I should have a, someone have a look uh, at it as a second opinion? Well, everybody is different. Everybody is going to have different goals, different time horizon, different risk tolerance. Um, so, you know, if you have money that is unregistered and you haven't taken the full capacity of a tax-free, that's one thing that you should be looking at. Um, if you're getting ready for retirement, um, do we wait until we're going to be pulling to our, from our RSP to our RIF? Or do we start drawing our RSP earlier and delaying our CPP and OAS later? So there's a lot of things and opportunities we can look at. The biggest thing is, do you, do you know what you're invested in? Do you know what the fees are? Do you know when, like maturity, if you've got term deposits versus mutual funds and, um, and, and how that's all invested, but taxation-wise, what's your income? Um, but number one is, you know, do you, talk, do you speak to your advisor? Do you have an advisor? And how often do you speak to them? Those are things that you should be aware of um, because it's a very important to have a really close relationship with your advisor. So if, if you're, even if there's no life events happening, do you typically, are, are you meeting with your members once a year, every six months? How, how, what's, what's a typical, um, say things are good, but you're still, you know, I, I, I would say that everybody, like you said, because things change year after year. And sometimes a, you don't think it's a big change, but it could affect things like you're just saying. But do you typically meet once a year? Is that sort of the baseline? I think a minimum once a year annual review is appropriate at minimum. If you have investments uh, once a quarter, because that's when your statements come out. Um, there may not be a life event, but there could be some taxation changes or any other changes that could be coming through. Um, rate changes. We're all living through that right now. Um, so, which could impact your your financial goal into retirement. Um, and that's our job is to make sure we're keeping in contact with you so we, we know what your goals are, we know what the situation is, and then we can help walk you through anything that might come along or, you know, when a life event does happen, you know, we're, we know what's going on, we can help support you through it. Interesting. I'm, I'm curious that for the people that maybe don't have an advisor, um, where do you think they're getting their information? And, you know, I'm, I was going to say, how, how could that be like, why would that be problematic? But I think that's, you know, it, it, we probably all know that, but I'm curious, like, if, you know, are they getting it from TikTok? <laughs> like, where are they getting their advice if they're not working with an advisor? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, for sure. Some of them are, it's social media. It's the news, it's their neighbors, it's their friends, it's people at work that they work with. Um, yeah, everybody's got something to say about what's going on in the world. So you find, a, you know, a lot of times people will come in and say, well, my, my neighbor told me that I should be doing this. Or I saw on the news, this investment's a really good investment. So, you know, they, they definitely, you know, 
when you're when you're speaking to your neighbor, which is great, is you you trust them. So you trust that their advice is going to be good advice. It may be good advice for what they're going through, because based on their age, their risk tolerance, and their situation, right? But everybody is different, and everybody has different goals and different plans and different timelines. So um, what works for somebody else may not work for you. Interesting. It's like uh, when WebMD started, everyone's a doctor, right? So they don't have to, yeah. <laughs> And it blows my mind that even just thinking about, I kind of facetiously said TikTok, but I know that people do get their information from social media and it just, it's such an important thing like your health, like that you would leave it to stuff like that actually is uh, unfathomable. But I, I guess that's, you know, hey, that's what people do. So um, I have a couple of a couple more questions, but I, we're going to do a thing called Would You Rather? We do it every episode. I have 10 questions. There's some fun questions. We're going to get to know you. I want to wrap up with some uh, a couple more questions. So um, here we go. So would you rather read the book or watch the movie? I think I would rather watch the movie. Okay. Would you rather be an extra in an Oscar-winning movie or a lead in a box office bomb? I'd rather be the extra. <laughs> not, not, not a leading role. I'd be behind the scenes. <laughs> Perfect. Um, would you rather sing or dance in front of your coworkers? Um, yeah, they would run away if I sang. <laughs> <laughs> um, would you rather lounge by the pool or on a beach? Uh, by the beach. Okay. Would you rather someone see all the photos in your phone or read all your text messages? Read my text messages. <laughs> <laughs> would you rather have a pause or rewind button in your life? Um, I'd rather just pause. I think we learn from our past experiences so and we grow so I like that good um would you rather be the funniest person in a room or the smartest person in a room I'd rather be the funniest okay uh would you rather go out for dinner or would you rather stay in an order I'll go out oh, do you have a favorite do you have a place do you have a, like a go-to place um not really. I just, I like to try different things um, and uh, have the bartender make up a cocktail for me that's not on the menu. Try Just trying new things. Love it. Love that too. Um, if it's dessert time, would you rather have cake or ice cream? Uh, if it's cheesecake. Cheesecake. Okay. <laughs> that's fair. You can say cheesecake. Uh, yeah. Last question. Would you rather only be able to use a fork and no spoon for the rest of your life or only be able to use a spoon and no fork? I think you could pretty much get anything with a spoon. So I'd be able to eat more of a spoon. Spoon. Got <laughs> it. Love it. Thanks for playing along. Um, yeah. For some people that uh, like I said, I have a couple more questions, but for people that don't have an advisor, maybe, what are some of the traits they should be looking for when they're looking for an advisor? Like what are, what are some things that you want to look for? Well, you want to find somebody um, that is obviously has some education. Um, you will also find new advisors, but they're also relying on those and partnering that have the education as well. So the biggest thing is that you're connecting to your advisor and you understand and you see that your advisor is listening to you. Um, they're listening to your needs, your goals, your concerns. 
um, and in that they're willing to participate and, and create a relationship. You know, and just as much as we want you engaged, we have to be engaged. So you want somebody that's willing to commit to calling on a regular occasion if anything's going on and find out, you know, what do you want? Do you want to be contacted every quarter and semi-annually, annually? And making sure that, you know, they're fulfilling the needs that you need. Interesting. And I'm curious, uh, like, what do you love about what you do? Like, what 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 gets you up in the morning? What motivates you? Well, I've been able to change and help and support and change lives. You know, it's watching those that have struggled. And what I love about it is there's no judgment. You know, we all have go through things in life. Um, and we have dips in the road. And, and we're here to help and support. So seeing somebody struggle either through a divorce or just a hard time. And what's right now is what you're seeing is, you know, cost of living is very high. And, and so people are, are, some are really struggling to find ways that we can help support and help them get through that. That's what I love. Helping other families, helping grandparents help their grandchildren, seeing people get the dream home that they love or go on those vacations that they want. Retire early. You know, some people don't understand, you know, I think I'm going to be working till I'm in my 80s. Well, we take a look and we make some adjustments, then we can get them to retire sooner and live the lifestyle that they want. So that gets me up in the morning. It's it's <laughs> awesome that it's it could be so fulfilling, right? Like who would think that from an outside, you're working in a credit union bank and that you can make such a difference in people's lives like that's that's pretty special actually so interesting interesting the so, thing is people take things home you know mm -hmm. as an advisor we take things home with us and when you're struggling we feel it and so we're always trying to find good better ways to help ease that pain and ease that struggle so well and they're not and they're not alone for lack of a better word like being right. a deficient for how long in you know the team you guys have there's probably not uh a, an issue for lack of a that you haven't seen and haven't been able to help so it's you're coming from it from experience and say well okay we've seen this before we can help like we we, we can help you right. get back to the path that you want to go right so interesting so i'm curious if someone's listening to this or watching this and maybe we didn't answer some of their questions what's the best way for them to communicate or connect with somebody and maybe they want to book a second opinion like what do you recommend that they do as next steps well, there's the Valley First in many locations. They can come on in. We also have the Valley First website, um, and they can get our phone number, and they can connect to any one branch to find what's closest to them um, and get connected with an advisor and, and join up with our wealth planning specialist team and, and uh, get to meet our, our team. That's one thing that we like to do here is when you come in, we like to wrap our arms around you, you come and open an account or get a second opinion, you're going to meet your advisor, you're going to meet the wealth planning specialist team, you're going to meet the branch managers. You know, it's very much like home when you come in. That's amazing. Well, Heather, thank you so much for spending some time chatting about uh, your journey and about second, you know, the, the, the value of second opinions. And um, I think that you know, now, you know, it's, we're living in interesting times for sure. And like you said, with, you know, pandemic and now cost of living and um, everything. So there's always, there's always something. So I think 
being educated and knowing, like you said, even just knowing what you have in your investment portfolio is so important and being able to look at your options and, and you know, sleep well at night is important. So thank you for sharing some insight into that. Thank you for having me. No problem. Um, everyone, if you're interested, like Heather said, you can reach out to the team at Valley First to go to their website or walk into our branch. I'm sure they'd be happy to help you. So um, everyone, thank you for tuning in today and uh, have a great day. And thank you for tuning into Business Matters. We would like to thank your sponsor, Valley First, a division of First West Credit Union and a member-owned financial cooperative serving the Okanagan, Similkameen, and Thompson regions. They offer a wide range of banking and investment services for individuals and families. Valley First also has a talented business and commercial team to provide the expertise, products, and services local businesses need to grow and thrive.